Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Scott Christensen. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. So would you like to introduce yourself and share what your research focuses on? Sure. I work at University of Utah Health. I am a nurse administrator. Um, I'm also adjunct with the College of Nursing uh, and I, I'm helping to build our research program at University of Utah Health. I uh, just defended my PhD dissertation and my topic was on workplace violence. So you're about to uh, present a session titled Safety and Violence in Healthcare. To give a little preview of this, what are the unique safety and violence issues that nurses face and also how, how have these worsened since the pandemic started? Sure. Nursing is an interesting profession. People are drawn to it because it's unique. You have the opportunity to do things in nursing that you don't do anywhere else. But it's also can. unique in the challenges that nursing healthcare workers face and uh, these situations in nursing are primed for workplace violence. You have people who are scared, don't understand what's going on, uh, they're in a stressful environment, uh, and really all sorts of factors make it uh, a bit hazardous to work as a nurse. Uh, the pandemic has really been a pandemic of violence and not just a pandemic of uh, the COVID-19 disease. Throughout the country, there's been reports of increased workplace violence and in healthcare and nursing, that trend holds. Uh, it's, uh, the rates have been unprecedented and high uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. So in your presentation, uh, you're going to be covering some of the legislation as well as health system responses to address this issue. What are some of the responses that you would like to see? Uh, sure, and when you consider uh, healthcare policy about workplace violence, there seems to be two trends. Uh, one of them is for uh, healthcare leaders and government bodies to make requirements for healthcare organizations to do more, to have employee safety programs, to do workplace violence training, uh, prevention training, uh, to have a zero tolerance policy posted throughout the organization, um, you know, expectations for the patients. And so that's one legislative uh, response. Another re legislative response that we're seeing more currently is uh, criminalizing patients and patient visitors who behave aggressively and inappropriately. And you're seeing that throughout common law, state law, um, making it a misdemeanor or a felony uh, to attack a healthcare worker. And you're even seeing this on the federal level. Um, there's something called the SAVES Act that it made it through the House last year and it kind of died and, the, and never went anywhere. But a bipartisan group just brought it back and, and the SAVE Act would help to uh, instill some standards in healthcare reporting standards related to workplace violence. Uh, even the CMS have issued a statement about three or four months ago uh, stating that there will be uh, penalties for healthcare organizations that don't have active plans to prevent workplace violence. Uh, and CMS is the top funder of all healthcare, and so when they lay out a standard, uh, it usually sets the precedent that all other uh, payers follow. Definitely. So you mentioned uh, prevention training. What are some actions or steps that nursing leadership can take to help promote safe working environments? Uh, there's several measures that, that can be taken, and what you typically see are things that healthcare uh, leaders, administrators do to protect patients and employees, and then things that nurses can do themselves. Um, healthcare institutions can put practices in place such as a zero tolerance program to really define 
what workplace violence looks like, where you work, and when you should report it, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. That research, including the research that I have performed, suggests that nurses do report when they experience physical violence, but verbal violence, uh, verbal abuse, uh, nurses often do not report that that happened to them, and even some of them don't report that they have experienced physical violence. And so it's really important for healthcare organizations to clearly state what is acceptable, what's not acceptable, and when you experience it, here's what you do, here are the resources available for you. Some healthcare organizations, uh, like where I work at University of Utah Health, they have behavioral emergency response teams. And that's kind of like uh, calling a code, and then you have a group of people show up to run the cardiac arrest but it's for inappropriate patient behaviors. And so you activate this call and then people show up to the room to help you de-escalate that situation. Um, and that's uh, what we call nonviolent uh, patient de-escalation. And there's also um, some of the more complex trainings where you're learning how to break a hold if somebody uh, grabbed you or pulled your hair or things like that. Um, those are things that healthcare organizations do, but on an individual level, you know, nurses, I feel, are very altruistic. I worked uh, as a direct clinical caregiver for a long time. And so if a nurse thinks that somebody's going to be falling out of bed when they stand up, they'll get right there, right in that person's space. Somebody that they know may act or behave violently, and then they get punched for helping a patient to not fall. I have seen nursing staff uh, stand between the door of a confused patient in the hallway because they don't want that patient to leave their room. And somebody who's not thinking clear, that's their exit strategy, and you're standing in the way. And so I feel that nurses need to uh, channel their inner Jason Bourne, I always say that, but they need to walk into a patient room and really evaluate, is, is this environment safe? How's the patient acting? How's the family acting? Where are my exits? What could be weaponized? As, just as a part of your regular practice for safety, to make sure that you're not taking any extra risks. Definitely, that's all really important advice. Um, so thank you so much for sharing all this today. It was great talking with you. Well, thank you, appreciate your time.